What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Even More About Nothing, where our friends are our power. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Oh, wow. It's been a glorious week. You know what? I wasn't expecting that, <laughs> but that like that is that is the perfect <laughs> that is the perfect way to open this podcast. Yeah, it really is. It is. Like, I mean, this, I mean, what else are we gonna? Yeah, all right, yeah, bet yeah. I like it. Listen, yeah, that's what yeah. that's what we're doing. Yeah, that, that's Charlemagne, we live. Charlemagne, right. we live. <laughs> Little Duval and Charlemagne on uh, Guy Code. Guy Code, dude, I miss that show. So good. It was well, the first two or three seasons were super funny. Facts. Uh, who all was on there? Because there was Lil Duvall and Charlamagne, because they were always together. Yeah, and then uh, there was Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz, there by was, far one of my favorites. Uh, um, Pete Davidson was on there. Pete for Davidson was on there. Uh, but I think uh, he was like three or four. Chico Bean was on there. A lot of Yo, people, I forgot, a lot of people about forgot that. Chico was on there. Chico was, that's where I really started like Chico. Chico was hilarious. Was there. Carlos Miller on there too or no? I don't remember, but I remember Chico was on there for sure. Uh, there was uh, Gabe. It was Doughboy on there? No, 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 no. Uh, wait. Doughboy was on Girl Code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did have some girls on there, too, also. Uh, 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 Chelsea, whatever her name is. Yeah. I, that's, that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. How's it going? It's Matt. Follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Ogutu. Especially on Twitter, because I usually have Twitter polls. And I actually have a couple of polls lined up, because I had, like, this thread. It's been going on for over a year, first of all. My man's got a whole thread of just polls of random. And I'm surprised, because I, I literally, the first two is, like, I'm making a thread of polls, so I don't ever lose them again. Because that was one of the issues, because I didn't know how to search for tweets. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I would go, and I was like, well, crap, I can't scroll back any further to find it. But I've pinned it to my profile so I can just always tap and then just add it to the latest thing. I think there's like 32 of them in there right now. What are you like? Who are you pulling so often? Well, no, it's just like random stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to say the one I'm going to do later this week. But <laughs> expecting some heat. Uh, I need to update my Twitter app. Yeah. Uh, but the last one I did was like, what's the one thing keeping you from unfollowing me? <laughs> Like he's like you, kind of funny. Like uh, your photos are, are uh, you're there. I uh, the polls said thread poll poll thread or uh, what, what did I do for the last one? Short story time. <laughs> <laughs> we, not, speaking of which, you haven't got a short story time in a minute and a half. I mean, the last time was a crackhead try to kill us. Heroin. <laughs> 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 We're not going to talk about that. You know that whole building is gone? Yeah. I, I remember I was driving there. And the I whole was, building. Dog, I felt like Roxas. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's, it's just not there. It's just not there. It was like, was was, I, was that just data? Was like, was, what's was happening? Uh, but anyways, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, is it usually this unhinged? Absolutely. 1,000%. If it's not unhinged, then something's wrong. And at the same time, they're still letting us do it solo again. I don't understand how, um, but hey, you know what? We're here. The Canteen Boys are back. I am Mookie833 on most social media polls and most gaming stations, <laughs> except <laughs> most, except for PlayStation, and y'all already know why. If you don't know why, catch me in person. I'll tell you a very interesting story. We're getting everything but being able to change our names right now. Facts. Th- literally everything. <laughs> so I need someone. I need to start. I'm going to start writing strongly worded letters to Shoehead. Just tweet at him. Like, yo, my guy, listen. So I understand that you're doing a lot of things over there, but let me talk to you about these name changes. Let me me say, it's easier to tweet at them every single day than it is just to write one strongly worded letter. Facts. But that's the point. It's a strongly worded letter (laughs) through the mail from the middle of the planet in Kansas (laughs) to the other side of the planet in Japan. So, no, here's what you do. In English. You write a letter. You send it to them. At the same time. Actually, no. You write the letter. You said it to him. Tweet by sending a letter. Well, we'll get there. Or do I through, email through, through them that I sent them a letter? Through, through some magical being, he gets the letter. He opens it up, and all it says is, check your Twitter inbox. <laughs> <laughs> Every single day for like the past two years is just like, change PSN names. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. But you know what? That's the actual plan to get Shuhei to like, all right, Twitter, this is the actual plan. So in case Shuhei like, yo, this is guy in my DMs talking about changing our PSN names every day. Yeah, check your inbox. Also, um, what's that guy's name? 
what's his name is the 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 who's the Vine guy that's not famous. Short one. Backflip though. Batch? Yeah, King Batch literally tweets at Beyonce every day. Hi Beyonce. <laughs> Never replies. One time I one time I think she responded to someone else and he goes, Hi Beyonce, check your inbox. <laughs> A lot of stuff like King, like to me, like King Batch, like he's the kind of funny. Yeah. Where it's like I used to like a lot of stuff when he was on Vine and stuff like that, but now stuff, some of the stuff he does, I just think is obnoxious. I still follow him on Instagram or whatever because some stuff. Still I don't think I ever actually followed him. I just always run into his stuff somehow. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, what do you think of him, Reggie? Has a must follow. Facts. Uh, you'll see his stuff, especially when it's uh, Mr. Johnson's Choir. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Johnson's Choir. Funny. Uh, but anyways, that's not why you guys are here. It could be. I mean... If you want it to be, let us know. I mean, we kind of do whatever we want. There's no adults in the room. This, no. is, this is also very true. Uh, no you, adults? <laughs> <laughs> let me take it. There's no adult supervision in the room. <laughs> there are adults in the room, but that does not mean we're supervised. That does not mean we're allowed to be supervised. True. Also, who, t- who decided it was okay for us to do this? Uh, no one. Yeah, yeah. And um, We decided on our own. We haven't done this in a long time. But shout out to the Chinese listenership. Y'all are still there. Holding it down. Somehow. I don't know how. Maybe they can send letters to Shuhei for us. They're closer. Can we send a letter to our Chinese listenership and then they can forward it from China to Japan to Shuhei? Yeah. Just like a... Slide us those addies. <laughs> if you're if you're if you're one of the if you're one of the faithful Chinese listenership, you know, let's go ahead and hop up on on Twitter. Um, you send us a DM with your addy, and we'll send you the strongly worded letter, and then you can send it to Shuhei for us. Um, and on that note, we should probably start talking about why the reason we're going to send letters to Shuhei in the first place. I mean, there's stuff like there's levels. There's levels. There's levels to the game, my guy. I mean. There's levels to everything. Yeah, yeah, there is. But oh, I, I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna do that. 2019 is the year for restraint. Until Showtime drops the first episode of Jesus and Mero, and then yeah, we just do whatever then, we then want. We really lie. We really lie. Or until uh, Joe Budden runs into the Migos again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite internet sensation. I, I, Joe Budden and the Migos. I, Guarantee you a thousand percent if they just would have invited him to shoot some dice, it oh. would all be invited. All Joe wanted to do was shoot dice. He's from Jersey. That, that's like a professional sport out there. All Joe wants to do is shoot dice in Atlanta. Let Joe shoot dice in Atlanta. Were they at the Grammys? Yes. <laughs> yes, they were. Shooting dice in the back. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. That I happened. can't like. I, I wonder what Grammy security was doing like when they saw that. I'm like, who took the picture? Probably Q. <laughs> Probably Q. Academics somewhere in the back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, academics not around, around Gucci man. Gucci man can't. None of the meals is not academics. So not after that. Not. <laughs> I wonder if Soldier Boy was involved in the dice. You never know. Oh, did you he see? He dropped a new song, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. When? Uh, like a month ago. I was going to say, did you see his tweet? No. What is he doing now? Jake Paul added him on Twitter. Oh, and he's no. like, I want to box that Soldier Boy. <laughs> you don't want that smoke, Jake. I think verbatim that's what he said. Oh, that's what Soldier Boy said? You don't, you don't want that smoke? I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Can we check? Can we? Like, no, he said, boy, I'll knock you out. <laughs> This is what I need. I thought I needed Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown, but no. I real I life. About <laughs> I real life need Soldier Boy versus Jake Paul. This is what I actually need in my life, dude. That'd be so funny. Cause Logan Paul already fought uh, KSI while boxing against. Yeah, KSI. I heard it was a rig though, cause it ended in a tie. Yeah, I mean that was a big stunt though. Yeah, probably. I don't think Soldier Boy would be chasing a stunt. He would realize he's out here to hurt listen. Jake Paul. They're going to act like Big Soldier ain't good in the hood. Jake Paul going to catch all these elbows. <laughs> Big Draco in the building. Young Draco. Young Draco. Okay, let's actually get started with this show. Oh, my goodness. We need a whole new show just to talk about Soldier Boy. Oh, Soldier is. Boy's weekly recap. Can we do a five-minute YouTube show about Soldier Boy's weekly recap? Uh, the uh, the Tell Em podcast? Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Introducing the new Tellum 32s. The new Tellum 32s. <laughs> the ultimate brick joke. Oh, uh, man. But let's actually get into the show. Yeah. Uh... If you don't know, we usually talk about comics, video games, anime on this show, but every once in a while we get to do whatever we want. Um, every episode, basically, we do whatever we want. But, you know, we should probably still talk about comics, video games, and anime. Something like that. Uh, you've been seeing stuff for Fighters, right? I have. Because they have see the DLC characters. Season 2 or Past 2 or whatever the heck they're calling it. Uh, and they have four new characters. Uh, Four new characters that they revealed so far, but I think there's supposed to be like six or seven of them total, total right? Yeah, they're coming out with. Um, but I think the character choices are interesting. Some of them have been a long time coming. I feel like for sure, because uh, Fighters has now been out for over a year. Yes, or almost a year, and it's still. It feels great. It plays great, and it just looks phenomenal. I think they went with the best. As as, as games age, and as we prepare ourselves for a world post Mortal Kombat Eleven, with Shaggy, with Shaggy. <laughs> Shout out to Ed Boon for being the realist. Ed Boon basically superimposed a picture of Shaggy over a sword variant of Scorpion, and it was like sword variant Shaggy. We could make this happen if Shaggy is real life with a DLC character. I'm gonna lose my. I'm gonna lose everything. It just kills me. Dead. Because Mortal Kombat X had everything. They had Predator, Scorpion, uh, Masked Face, Jason, Freddy, ah, everyone, everyone. So we need Shaggy as a DLC character in Mortal Kombat. But as we get ready for that world, Fighters just looks timeless. Like I feel like in two, three years, that game is still gonna look phenomenal. That Unreal Engine, man. Oh, so good. And that's... Anyway, we'll put, we'll, we might bookend an Unreal and yeah, 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 yeah. at the end of the podcast. Uh, but at least the four characters that they revealed so far, they had Videl yeah. uh, back from the Boo Saga. Ooh. So she had the short hair. And she's actually, she's actually able to call in Gohan, a.k.a. Great Saiyan Man, mm-hmm. as a support character, kind of like how 18 was able to call in 17. 17. And but seventeen they, became his own character eventually. Yes. But you could say, if you're playing as eighteen, you can still call him seventeen. Yeah, um, which is cheese, by the way. Ooh, very cheesy. We, yeah, we've talked about like when we're at KnockerCon and homie has Set six, up. sixteen <laughs> and eighteen. And he's like, "All right, bet." I've never seen someone get handed so many hands. Dog, the grab into the combo that explodes. Mm. I have nightmares still. <laughs> I still have nightmares. But uh, they're also going to bring in Jiren. Yeah. Which, that looks sick. I'm really interested to see those people who go as Broly versus those who pick Jiren. Uh, speaking of which, so there already is a Broly DLC character, but they have Super, like Broly from Super, the super movie yeah. coming as a character as well. Yes, and from what I understand, this is not just like a variant, it's not just like a skin, it's a completely different moveset. It's like... Um, there was a like Street Fighter where there's like um, Ryu and Ken basically, mm-hmm. but also there's Evil Ryu. It's literally yeah, kind of like completely different character. Kind of like base Goku uh, versus like Super Saiyan Goku. Exactly, like two different characters. It's two different characters. So um, I'm sure there's some moves that are going to transition easier if you're already a Broly. If you're a, if you're a Broly main, but I'm interested. Super Broly is my new favorite DBZ character. It used to be Kid Boo, and it's Kid Boo for decade plus. And so right now, Super Broly is my favorite DBZ character. So I'm excited to see what they do with him in game. I want to see if they actually let him go Super Saiyan Green, is which I'm what I've been calling it. Everyone's like, that's not a thing. It's just basically Super Saiyan. I'm calling it Super Saiyan Green. So let me have this. I'm not uh, letting you have it. I know, but you know, whatever. I do what I want. Uh, they also have Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta. For sure. Adding. And is he going to be OD, though? I don't know, because you have to imagine he's stacked up because he's now in the lineup with there's two Brolies. There's two Brolies. And there's now Jiren. And we still technically have Whis. No, not Whis. uh, Beerus. Beerus. Beerus is still in there, even though I haven't really run into any Beerus mains, which makes me kind of salty because Beerus is a god of destruction. But he's also treated as a a, essentially just like a mid-tier character in the game. 
in game. But also the show, they kind of write him in a funny way. Yo, my man's was really on vacation. <laughs> babysitting. <laughs> Straight up babysitter. He was he was nanny beast. <laughs> He's nanny. Like, I don't know what you, I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. yeah so my man shows up, eats, and sleeps all day. This is exactly what he does. But uh let us know what characters you're excited for for season two. Tweet this at Eman Podcast. One thing that I have conflicted feelings about though is Project Z. Man, let's talk about it. So for those of you that are unaware what Project Z is, it's the new RPG Dragon Ball franchise game that Bandai Namco is working on. Yeah, so when they said RPG, initially we were, initially I was excited. And then they put out the trailer. And in the trailer it says action RPG. And I'm like, oh no, here we go again. Oh boy. Uh, yep. It's. Uh, it doesn't look. It feels like it's gonna be like Xenoverse all over again. Yeah. I don't want that. And like, Xeno- want- like Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2 were cool for what they were. Again, for what they were. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> watch that line. You told that line, man. Watch what you're saying now. But. Yeah, I mean, like, when I first heard it, I was just like, yeah, I guess I'm excited about it. Then I saw that, I was just like, it, it's like, is this actual disappointment like genuine disappointment like, what is happening like i play j stars <laughs> i play j stars like, this is genuine disappointment like i don't know what to think my thing is i want to give them a chance because there's one game in the bandai namco catalog that is historic and legendary are you about to read a budokai tenkaichi no naruto <laughs> oh you're right Ultimate Ninja Storm. Ultimate Ninja Storm was phenomenal. What was that one we loved on Xbox? Uh, not Rise of, Rise of a Ninja. Rise of a Ninja. You could run around, come no harm. You could do. There were actual hand signs in that game. If, in case you forgot, there are actual hand signs on Naruto. Yeah. Period. Even though they forget by the end of it. Yeah, there were actual hand signs in that game. Naruto felt like a character. Like you developed your Naruto. You could jump through the freaking trees. You could jump through the trees, and there was an actual like character development sheet so you could develop your Naruto totally different than someone else like my Naruto used weapons more like that demon that demon shuriken was nasty with the Naruto I created and I remember when Rafiki was playing he didn't he, he mostly focused on Taijutsu what happened to that that gene that that exploration what happened to that, those kind of games we out here getting fruit fruit development on nonsense. What's happening, fam? I need answers. I'm lost for words, man. Like I said, genuine disappointment. Like, if, if it comes out and it's a lot better than we expect, good for them. Facts. But, but. the way they're presenting it, <laughs> but. the way they're presenting it right now, I don't I don't know if this is it, Chief. We might actually have to call Chief Keith in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we might have just to, so you can walk up in the Bandai Namco offices ooh, and be like, yeah. nah. I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> team is here for restraint. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> we're trying to be improved. We're trying to like self-impose restrictions on ourselves. We're trying to develop. But every once in a while, we're going to let some things like... We do we, what we want. We do what we want. Much like Amazon France. Uh, <laughs> speaking of J-Stars, we have 2.0 coming out soon. Yeah. Jump Force. Yeah. And I know they've been releasing some gameplay for some of the characters and then also bringing in more characters. But here's my thing. They keep bringing in more characters, but they keep showing us the same five characters. I have seen more videos about Yugi summoning Slifer than I have about almost any other character in that mm-hmm. game. Dog, I remember when, because I, I was probably on like the fifth or sixth video of Yugi summoning a character is like this is how Yugi plays in Jump Force and, so, and then literally the next day I was just like dang when did they announce Kilowog <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah, they put my mans in the game nothing no words yo they literally have three Hunter x Hunter characters I mean wait, wait, wait. Uh, they've Gold, got three they've Kilo got and Soka's in the game Hisoka's in the game. No one knows Hisoka's in He's in the game, fam. <laughs> That's wild. Who knew Hisoka was in the game? Nobody. He's in the game. I was 
He was he's in the game before they even announced going to Killua. That's the funny part about it. That's hilarious. They're not saying nothing about it. Ahsoka's top five, like, make you cringe characters of all time. Mm-hmm. Might be top two. I know they have a bunch of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters. I know pages. three people from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I know JoJo's one. Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what? I know JoJo. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, Bizarre Adventure might be actual characters in that show, because I know nothing about that show. Even though one of the homies, I, shout out to the homie Ali, um, swears by that show. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to, I might yeah, yeah, have to sit down and while working on some content that we have to coming out soon, put on JoJo's on the, on the, on the, on the dual screen and see what happens. Um, I remember Rich Homie Toby was telling me, don't sleep on the show. Tobiashi Maru? Yeah. For real? Yep. Okay. No. We might have to really might have to really do this. Yeah. Might have I, to I think he said like the first couple episodes are like a struggle to get through. Fam, like I remember sitting in a room that happened to have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure plan, and I was more confused after I left the room than before <laughs> I walked in. <laughs> I wasn't even like it was I was watching it. It was just on in like my peripherals. <laughs> And I was confused. I'm like, why is there a moving tower? Why is this man summoning something out of his belly button? Why is a belly button used as a power-up? What is happening? Again, I could have been wrong. I saw it out of, like, again, my peripherals. (laughs) So, who knows what actually happened in that show? It really do be like that. If you're a fan of JoJo's and you know what happens in that show, at me. I need to know. At Mookie833 on almost every single place except PlayStation. Tag me along on there too. I'm just kind of curious. For sure. So, uh, something that isn't confusing, it is as straightforward as it gets. For sure. Is Seagate and PlayStation. Well, they officially announced that Seagate will have a dedicated product for external memory usage for PlayStation. Yeah, and that's because Anthem is 50 gigs. Division 2 is another 50 gigs. Listen, if you have 500 gigabyte PlayStation, you have multiple people in your house, it's, it's, just, a, it's just a struggle, my guy. I have a one terabyte PS4 Pro. I ain't got space for nothing. I don't even... I don't like The free games, I just go and add them to my library, and then I, I have like maybe five games sitting, and I maybe have like maybe 20 gigs free, so I got to go clear something out. See, that's your problem. You just add games that you don't get to for like seven months. Fam, Dragon Age Inquisition is still sitting on my PS4. Unfinished. <laughs> the, back, the, the backlog is extensive, my guy. Extensive is an understatement. The backlog is ancient. <laughs> and you still trying to play more Skyrim? I mean, listen, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't boot it up this week. I mean, I might have played for 20 to 30 minutes. Could have been two hours. Who knows? Nobody was there. Don't judge me. I do what I want. Speaking of game time, I spent an insane amount of time playing Kingdom Hearts this week. We'll talk about it. Let's talk. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's cool that they now have a dedicated product. Because uh, I know whenever you're getting into, like... Uh, memory types especially sometimes it's hard it's like oh there's nothing like dedicated for it like of course you can, you've always been able to use Seagate they're yeah. pretty easy to use and the PlayStation made it super simple like the PlayStation has been plug and play since the PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. it's been like you plug it and you're good to go Xbox was a little bit difficult and then Seagate did the same thing they created dedicated hard drives portable and stationary for the Xbox One and now um, I'm glad that they're reciprocating the same thing for PS4 users. I think it's literally just a branded Seagate hard drive. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some of the internals are better um, specified for the PlayStation, so um, it makes booting it up. But, like, yeah, um, I'm sure it's just a branded product that they're doing that they're going to sell for an upmark. But, you know, it's glad. Quality and excellence. Quality and excellence. We're, as PlayStation people... We're glad to have this. And also, all you clowns on Twitter talking about all you PlayStation boys, whoop-de-whoop, shut up. Stop acting like none of you, all of you had a PlayStation 2. Let's let's address this issue now. I see all this talk about all whoop-whoop-whoop, you PlayStation 4 fanboys. Shut up. Every single person on the face of the planet had a PS2. Do we want to act like it's not the number one selling console of all time? Your grandmama and her entire book club all had PS2s. You know, that's how they watch their stories. 
Because that was a DVD player. The first DVD player. So stop lying. You all, we're all PlayStation people. This is the official call that if you are trying to drag the good name of PlayStation through the mud. So, stop down. No, take a number. Step up. <laughs> we, we got presents for you. We got presents for you. <laughs> it's not a new hard drive. <laughs> I was at work. I was at work and someone was like, um... So why are you wearing a fanny pack? I'm like, first of all, it's a chest bag or a satchel. Don't you dare disrespect. Don't you dare disrespect me like that. And and, uh, and my coworker was like, oh no, I like it. But what if someone tried to like um, steal your satchel? What's gonna happen? I'm like, listen, I love the Lord, but I got two hands and I'm giving out for free <laughs> twice on Sunday. <laughs> so if you're trying to drag, if you're trying to drag PlayStation, I love Xbox and I also love the Lord, but I got two hands, two elbows, handing them out for free. Twice on Sundays. Let me know. As as Mateo has said, take a number. Get in line. Also, because I love instigating, if you slide me 20 bucks, I'll give you hints on how to beat (laughs) him. P.S. might have something to do with his back or his knees. I'm so glad you said that <laughs> because Sony's also working on backwards compatibility right for PlayStation 5 which is you would think would be good because I again as I've just mentioned the backlog is extensive yeah. so I'm gonna need some time to play all these PS4 games but we find out something interesting well before we get to that the fact that so much stuff about the PS5 is coming out now because there was always speculation after they pulled back from E3 and then they're not doing uh, their Sony press conferences here, are they? Uh, no. Not that we know of. They haven't, they haven't popped up saying that they're doing anything this year. To mm-hmm. At least they might have. And, you know, we'll have to wait for the official Ricky report to see if we're wrong or not. Yeah. But as, as, as of the recording of this podcast... We don't know if they're really popping up anywhere. They've said that they're really working hard on their content, their first part, their first party library, and things like that. But that's about it. Which means one thing: they are straight up in go mode. Facts. They are trying to push this next gen console Facts. to us. Facts. Because Microsoft out here buying studios, not just like oh yeah, we're buying games. No, they're buying studios. So Sony's been in the lab. In the lab. And it could result in me being able to play Sonic Adventure Battle 2, which was released for PS3, now on PS5. Possibly, yeah. According to um, according to IGN, based on a report on some guy's LinkedIn, somebody Pilgrim, not Pilgrim. Scott, <laughs> they, not they, Scott they, Pilgrim. They made the joke yeah. not related to Scott Not Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim, but another guy, Pilgrim, who's working on, like... Um, not only software, but like hardware designs for the PlayStation 5. Apparently, the backwards compatibility system they're working on, if it works to the way they want it, will be a lot, will allow PlayStation 5 to emulate PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 1 games. The IGN article also mentioned something about Vita. Hopefully, that means PSP could somehow be brought in because for <clears throat> four years, we got PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and Vita games. So... Hopefully. We'll see. I just want to be able to play Siphon Filter again because that was classic. And if they bring back SOCOM 2, I am literally going to have to drop out of school and live in an Amazon box on the street because I'm not doing anything else but playing SOCOM. (laughs) 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 Yo, Amazon, if y'all trying to send me a box, I'll move out to San Francisco tomorrow. Don't worry. Rich Homie A, he's got you covered. Rich Homie A, send it to (laughs) building homes with Amazon boxes. If you need a house made out of Amazon boxes, Hit up our guy, Eddie. He's he, he's got a plan for you. <laughs> Three hundred dollars a month, my guy. <laughs> Three hundred dollars a month for an Amazon box that you can live in. But at least you'll be in San Francisco. <laughs> the ba- dog. I found out the Raiders are moving to uh, Las Vegas. You just now found this out? Yes. I don't pay attention to football like that. Listen. So um, there's a couple Kansas City Chiefs fans who were building the Raiders Stadium in Las Vegas. One of them buried a Kansas City Chiefs flag. Underneath the stadium, saying the Raiders will like the foundation of the Raiders dynasty will always be based on how on Kansas City. I'm like, yo, that is pettiest thing I have ever seen in my life. Yo, that's savage. <laughs> I was like, that is the pettiest thing. That is honestly <laughs> top tier. That is top quality. That is top top tier trolling. 
Like, I, I, I just have to apply Takashi that. Takashi 6 Troll. Petty White. <laughs> <laughs> we, my guy is out here. This is what happens when we don't have adult supervision on this podcast. We say whatever we want. This is this is hundred and ten percent true. You know that what? needs to be a flow chart thing. Yes. <laughs> what we need to bring the flow charts back. <laughs> I'm still twenty nineteen is the year of the flow charts. Petty, Petty White. White. <laughs> Petty White. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't with you. We should just end the podcast now. No, 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 no. We're going to keep going. We need video. That's what we need. We need video. Oh, gosh. I'm going to start using it. Okay. So I actually saw this on Twitter. uh, Or no, was it Facebook? It was probably Facebook because uh, our, our friend Wesley, Drake, he shared it. And literally there is a, I think it was either sliced or shredded cheese. (laughs) <laughs> it's literally on it says stay fresh cheese bags <laughs> he's like that's how I'm leaving the room from now on <laughs> that's classic oh that's classic oh, I don't think we're getting anywhere at this point but jumping switching gears Nintendo they're opening up their first Nintendo only store well, well, their first Nintendo-only store in Japan, which is shocking because Nintendo is like, isn't their headquarters like, in Japan? Yeah, they're secret. They secretly are in Japan. Like the China, the Japanese government isn't run by the Japanese government; it's run by Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, straight up. So, uh, like, why do you listen, think Mario like, is in like the Olympics for like Detroit, Japan? Like, yeah. Mario is an Olympic mascot for Japan. Oh yeah. What? That's ninety-eight percent of the revenue. He is sure. a cultural not icon. He might as well be the like the ambassador for Japan. Mario is the is, he's been he's been everywhere. Yeah, been to the Mushroom Kingdom, been mm-hmm. to Egypt, been to whatever the, the, the in-game version of New York City was. Yeah, don't you remember uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? Facts. Mario is Japan's ambassador. So I'm shocked that they're just now doing this. But it's supposed to open up in 2020. Is yes, what they said. 2020. Again, this information is via IGN, but they also gave a Pokemon game that had a water Pokemon on the cover, 7 out of 10, because, you know, too much water. I think they also gave, like, Kingdom Hearts, like, an 8 out of 10. Kingdom Hearts 3. 8 out of 10? Yeah. It's not bad. Even though everyone's been doing, like, 9, 9.5s, 4.5s out of 5s and stuff like that. Did the person reviewing the game have... I actually know what Kingdom Hearts is. I have no idea. Was it it Jonathan I did not bother opening it up. I just saw the If it was rating. anyone other than Jonathan Dornbush reviewing that game, they should all be fired. I My man like, like did said, a 30-minute video about the Kingdom Hearts, like, legacy. He explained all the... He knows who Amnes and Xanon are. I know. I, you're t- you are preaching to the choir right now. If, if the person reviewing the game doesn't know who Xemnas Zan- and Xanon are, or Amnes... Then what are you doing? You know what, Caleb? We're gonna start reviewing video games because y'all don't know what y'all doing out here. Seven out of ten, too much water. First of all, we need to actually play games. Besides Skyrim, I play Skyrim. I don't play games. We're gonna review select games on this podcast. Just oh, I'm having flashbacks to Nakakon. We don't play games, but we'll review them. <laughs> we'll take screenshots from gameplay videos. You saw As you it. see, here is a YouTuber A. YouTuber uh, A. They're they're pressing. Is it is it R two to shoot? Yeah, I think I, it's. I, I think they're shooting. Oh, they're doing the Fortnite dance. <laughs> oh, they're doing the Fortnite dance. <laughs> they're actually playing Fortnite. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is a sneak preview of our video game review. <laughs> if we ever get around to it. Uh, but uh, something else they also announced is they have the Nintendo Switch Small that they are working on. How do you feel about that? I'm going to be honest. I have not picked up the Switch in like a solid week for a very good reason. Facts. So it's looking a little unfamiliar Things are a little unfamiliar at this point. I would point. not be able to tell you. So I said this a long time. I like the Switch. I like the Switch a lot. My big problem was it's like it felt a little awkward in hand. I like the screen size of the Switch, though. 
So here's my thing. They need to go with the Apple approach on this. Make the device, the footprint of the device, a little bit smaller. So let's say it's 15 inches. They need to just go to make it 14 and a half or 13 and a half inches. But what they don't need to do is make the screen any smaller. In fact, I think they need to make the screen bigger, like the edge-to-edge display. Yeah. But the size of the switch itself, marginally smaller, just so it's more comfortable in hand. Because that was my biggest problem with the switch. It's like holding it after a while, it just feels heavy, feels a little bit clunky. I want the screen to get better. The screen is good, but it could be better. But just make the overall footprint of the device smaller. That would be what I want them to do. Just copy Apple. They've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. Say I'm that. not dissing. Yeah, Listen, yeah, I own yeah, every. Yeah, I've yeah, owned yeah. every. I've owned every single iPhone since iPhone five. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say every single Apple device. I was like, my guy, I'm I'm noticing a uh, noticeably bare wrist. <laughs> I, I own the device. It's currently, you know, waiting to be repaired. But I own the device. Uh. You want to know what else is waiting to be repaired? What? <laughs> Those holes over in Amazon France. Listen. <laughs> the leaks keep coming. Leaks. Pierre out here having too much Perrier water. <laughs> he, out, he went out for a croissant and forgot to close his MacBook up. <laughs> his messenger bag flap was out in the wind. <laughs> his messenger bag was just out here. Pierre, what is happening over there at Amazon I France? Just, I just remember scrolling through Facebook. And uh, just like a regular Amazon ad, and I was just like, and you know how sometimes you stop and you like scroll and look at them, and literally the first thing that popped up was the Final Fantasy VII remake, <laughs> and I was just like, it's like first of my God, first that that should, that should like how's that anywhere near done? Like how long have they been talking about this? How that I don't want to say anything else other than. How? They just now released Kingdom Hearts. Yes. How? <laughs> I'm sure they would like to take a breather because they've been going hardcore. First on Final Fantasy 15, and then... Which they just put out a DLC for last week, in case you didn't know. Mm, dang. They put out DLC for Final Fantasy 15 last week. They put out Kingdom Hearts this week. What is happening over at Square, and who at Amazon France keeps leaking these things? Yo, it can't be the same guy because he had to have been fired after the first one. You would think so, but apparently, is his cousin work there? Because somebody I heard just somebody has a petty grudge against Amazon France. Or Amazon or, France is just like, yeah, it's a different calendar. We do what we want over here in France. <laughs> We're French. We do what we want. Right. Uh, oh gosh, I just you know what? It's because of people like that that we're able to do this. Facts. Speak on stupid mistakes that are made and publicly shown. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon friends. And the reason we keep saying Pierre is because I knew a guy in high school named Pierre who had French parents, and then after graduating high school, he moved to France, and he was a business major. So I'm just assuming Pierre, from my high school, works at Amazon France. So I'm blaming my homie Pierre from high school, who now lives in France, for all these leaks at Amazon France. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Uh, but you... We touched on it a little bit. You talked about it. What we really want to talk about today. The game we've been waiting for for a decade. Over a decade. Like 12 years. Fam, did you years. see the picture of the voice actor for Sora when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out versus when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out? The 10-year challenge? Oh, yeah. Fam. I know. The wait for this game has been way too long. Yeah. So let's you, just talk about it. Do you not know Haley Joel Osment? I know of. He's, he's the one that voices Sora. Yeah. Like, do you know Emily Osment? Yeah. Her brother. Yeah. I know Emily more than I know her brother, but... Oh, obviously, yeah. Because her brother... her So, Emily was in Nashville. Yeah. And then she was also in Hannah Montana, like, yeah. a long, long time ago. But I just wanted to clarify. Jesse McCartney is also the voice of Roxas. Facts. In case and you didn't know. And he also did Robin in Young Justice. Facts. In case you didn't know. Yeah. So, the more you know. I'm sure somewhere in there I would have said something wrong, so I had to stop right there. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, the Riku report meant to be real uh, spicy this week. David Gallagher does Riku. That, that's about all I know. Uh, okay, no. So we need to talk about uh, voice. And no, we'll get to that later. Uh, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally out. We've been waiting for this game. We've been talking about it. 
I literally went to our first episode. Yeah. Our first episode ever back in like 2015. Yep. And we were talking about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. How excited we were for Kingdom Hearts. And it is finally here. Guys, this is episode 144. <laughs> At episode one. Or I think it was episode zero, technically. It might have been episode zero. Episode zero. We were talking how excited we were for Kingdom Hearts. 144 episodes later. I think it was episode 45. I had to be like, listen, guys, we're not. I, when did I? When I want to know what episode I put Kingdom Hearts 3 on the ban list. No, you did, you put the release date on the ban yeah, list. I, I literally put the release date on the ban list because we were talking about it for so long. And I said, until we got it, until we have it in hands, it is on the ban list. And we finally have it. So... Therefore, it is removed from the ban list. Facts. Well, I mean, we found out it was removed from the ban list, but uh, we haven't put anything on the ban list recently. But we, I, mean, I, I think the ban list is actually kind of empty because LeVar Ball been out the ban list for a minute now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll get to 2019 that later is the year of returning segments. <laughs> Flow charts and the ban list are the back. Is. 2019 <laughs> is the year for a lot of things. Every, every time someone's going to get mad, we're just like, you know, just put it on the ban list. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Just put it on the ban list. <laughs> uh, here, and I don't want to say that the 10-year wait is worth it, but it is so good visually well, you to have, look you at. Haven't, you haven't beat it yet, so you can't say it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... So literally, this will happen. It released on Monday or Monday night. And I remember I was just like, yo, is it going to release at 11 or can I at 9? And like you were coming over. And I just remember calling. I was like, yo, what time? Like, do they do early releases? And you're like, I don't know. Call GameStop. So I called them and it was like 8.15, 8.20. And I called them. I was like, hey, are you guys doing the release at 11 or are you doing it at 9? He's like, Oh, yeah, we're actually doing it at night. We're doing some pre-screenings right now, for, like pre-register. And I was just like, I looked at like 820. I was just like, it's time to go. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> go. Yeah, we popped up. And since you had the deluxe edition, we got to cut like maybe 50 people online. See, the best part was we got in. We, we got I, there maybe like seven minutes before the actual release. And, and the thing is, is like, I don't know if you noticed it, but the guy was like, hey, guys, do you need to get your seats, finalized receipts? So we go to get our finalized receipts. But when we walked in the door first. There was a guy next to the wall in like group three or whatever, and I just remember it was like, <laughs> I just remember seeing him say, "Hey," points to the back. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> and so whenever they were just like, "Oh, are you guys like a pro member? You're like elite pro," and you're just like, "Okay, yeah, you're gonna be at the end of group one." <laughs> just, just just walking by, is just like what. Like, yeah. like the subtle flex is just like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I should have done was I was like hey just like point to <laughs> Petty White Petty White in the building you get to go to the back of the line <laughs> can we <laughs> what we need to do if we need any segment uh, we're gonna do the Petty White of the week <laughs> yes the Petty White segment of the week Ha. Listen, I've been saying Petty White for four years, and I'm finally glad it's caught on. Petty White is in the building. Um, but anyways, uh, Kingdom Hearts, and like from the moment that like I I put it in the PlayStation, like I started playing it, the graphics are amazing. And you have like, a PlayStation Slim, right? Yes. And you're playing on a PC monitor. Yes. I have a PS4 Pro. I can't wait to play it on my 4K monitor. Yes. Not my 4K. My 4K TV curved Samsung 70-inch TV. Yes. Fam. Dude. Fam. Like, just on a 1080p uh, monitor, 27-inch. It's 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 phenomenal. It really is. Like, And the thing is, if you guys don't know, uh, or you didn't listen, or, or whatever, you just didn't care, right? Uh, for Kingdom Hearts, there are no more of like those box text like interactions, cutscenes, everything is like straight audio and like you're watching it as if it's a cutscene. And literally that's how the game operates. It's as if you're playing an entire cutscene. And the visuals for it, the mechanics for it, uh, it does feel a little easy at times, but it is just so fun to play. And I guess this is a good section to go ahead and talk about like uh because I was talking with a friend of mine about it, and you were telling me Joey. No, 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 not not Joey. Surprisingly, not Joey. I was talking with him about it last night, though, uh, and uh, my other buddy Chris. But 
she was like, okay, what are, th- like, what are some two or three things that you liked? What are two or three things that you didn't like about the game we're just talking about? And so one of the things I absolutely love about this, like the open world that they have. Yeah. It, so with the previous games, I've always felt like rooms. And it's just like, okay, we only have like this radius to explore. And like you go in there. And it's like very linear, it feels like. This one, you can go wherever you want to go. And like you can end up where you need to when Eventually, you want. Eventually, yeah. And honestly, it's almost overwhelming. Like, that's that's Yeah, I play Skyrim, so you're gonna talk about overwhelming. Yeah, but yeah. that's such a good feeling to have because like I remember Kingdom Hearts two and there was like certain worlds where it's like, I wanna see what's over that like the Pirates of the Caribbean world was so new and so fresh and so like, ah, uh, but no, you go back, you go down this hallway and like you said, it felt like rooms. So there was this big circular room and then once you were done with that circular room, you go down this one pathway mm-hmm. that leads to this other circular room yeah. and then you go down this final pathway and you lead to this last circular room that had an exit. Yeah. And and then there were small nooks and crannies with quote unquote secrets, but it was within this big circular room. Mm-hmm. Now, like to feel like you, it's just hey, you know, you do what you want. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like it still does have more of that feel like it's just one room you explore, but it's like mm-hmm. like exponentially bigger. Like it's one giant room, and it's like, it's your it's literally your playground because it's no secret that you start in Olympus Coliseum. Like, yeah, <laughs> I need to talk about it. it was so funny because whenever uh, they started what happens is like they do the cutscene from the end of Dream Drop Distance where uh, Sora uh, the cutscene where Sora's just like okay uh, to Olympus Coliseum he opens the key the keyhole and like they go there so they play that scene again but what happens <laughs> is whenever they go through it it flashes and it brings up the logo and it says Kingdom Hearts 2.9 <laughs> <laughs> That's and hilarious. Someone at Square, someone at Square, has been listening to those conversations. You're just like, you know what? We're gonna do just this. because we can. He's like, y'all really want to talk smoke? Y'all really want that? Here you go. And I just died laughing when I saw that. But uh, Olympus Coliseum is literally everything we've wanted. Facts. Uh, it's probably my second favorite world as of right now. And that's exciting to hear because I like. We saw the potential in two, like, oh, why didn't they? Yeah. And it sounds like, all right, cool. You want it? Here's all of it. Yes. Because the thing is, like, you run around Thebes, but then you also go to Mount Olympus. Yes. And when you go to Mount Olympus, oh, my gosh, it is literally everything you would think it would be. It's so cool. Like, I don't want to go into specifics, but it is it is just so cool seeing uh, not only being able to run around and the interaction you can do with your environment. So, literally, of your environment, you can break to get money, to get orbs, to get synthesis items. Oh, that's what we're doing now? Yes. Yes. Well, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. (laughs) So, and this is a question. For people who are jumping into Kingdom Hearts 3, fresh, um, aka Xbox people. (laughs) I saw that video. Hilarious. Um, how easy is it to get into? So they do this giant, like, pretty giant recap at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. And it essentially breaks down all the installments into micro bits and they smash them together. For sure. Um, so it gives you, like, kind of a good idea of what's going on. But if you're new to the franchise and you're jumping in, this is not the best place to start. Like, For you, sure. like you can still get that information, but when you're going through, you're still just like, abs- like absurdly lost. So let's say there's a person who plays this game, likes it, wants to learn more. They want to go back to the beginning. They pick up, they go to the local GameStop or Amazon cart and they pick up Kingdom Hearts, the story so far. Is there like you play... 1.5 and that save carries over to 2.5 and then that that save or 2.8 or whatever or 2.5 which carries over to 2.8 which carries into 3 is that a thing or is it just like you just actually know what's happening now um so in terms of progression obviously because of how they bundled the games um I don't even think really all of them are 
chronological. Okay, so if you do the story so far, obviously the one disc is 1.5 or 2.5, so it has everything in there so yeah. far. Um, not that everything carries over, but it's more of just like you know what is happening at this point, which I think Kingdom Hearts 3 actually has a memory archive yeah. where you can go through and you can watch from previous games. Mm, if you if you played it? I don't know about period. if you played it. I think just period. Uh, I haven't looked at it, so I don't know it, how extensive it is, but it does have that option there. Um, but yeah, like if you're playing through it, you want to learn more, go ahead and pick up the story so far. It's like 30, 40 bucks at GameStop. And does that include 2.8? You got to buy 2.8 separate. No, no, no. So that is everything prior to 3. So 1.5, 2.5, and 1 disc combo. Mm-hmm. But then they have a second disc for 2.8, which has uh, 2.8 prologue and then birth, no, uh, dream drop distance as sure. well. Uh, or birth by sleep 0.2 and then dream drop distance on there. Uh, 40 bucks for eight or nine games. Which is stupid, by the way. Yeah, real stupid. Uh, but just going back to the game and one of my favorite things that they added or knew was how you handled your keyblades. Mm-hmm. So what they did was before you had your one keyblade, but then you could switch out, but you can also designate keyblades for your different drive forms. Uh, so per two and stuff like that, or Kingdom Hearts where you switch them out. Now you can literally stack up three different keyblades. You can switch between them without having to go through your start menu. Which is heat, by the way. And honestly, so my favorite keyblade as right now is the Monsters Inc. keyblade. Oh, what? What does it do? Yes. So it's the one from the promos that's the twin yo-yos. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is so fun to play because what happens is if you have your keyblade, so it's in its like standard form. And then when you're attacking, it builds up the gauge, and then you can transform it. Once you transform it, it'll turn into, like, these kind of, like, twin claws mm-hmm. or whatever. And so then you do it again where you're leveling it up, and then it'll be like, okay, twin yo-yos. You then turn it into twin yo-yos there, and then you have a finisher. It is, first of all, you can level up your Keyblades, okay? So I didn't know if you're aware of that. Kind of like uh, in Union Cross or Unchain yep. or whatever you want to call it. So you're able to do that at your Moogle stations. So leveling that up, it's already, like, crazy good and crazy strong. But, like, doing that, you're just able to manhandle the mess out of these Heartless. And all I got to say is, follow your dreams. I have a Ferrari. (laughs) Yo-yo guy. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Follow your dreams. I have a Ferrari. Yo-yo guy. (laughs) Uh, But, like... The Keyblade forms and changes was a very welcome addition. And honestly, I've only used uh, Star Seeker, the Kingdom Key, and uh, I forget the name of it, but the Monsters in Keyblade as well. I just got the Big Hero 6 one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to use that, but I've just been loving playing with that Monsters Inc. one. Uh, it's. I don't know if this is what I expected but I'm so glad I got it. Like, that's at the point that I'm at. Like, if you guys don't understand, this week, like, when it dropped on Monday, picked it up Tuesday, uh, I took off from work and just played it. Yeah, I was like, not gonna, I'm not going to pretend. I was like, I'm not, not going to. Took a personal day. Within the first 72 hours, I put 23 game hours. My guy is out here. Into it. And I don't know if I'm anywhere near close to being done. That's the crazy thing. And... There's just so much to explore. Like I said, it's almost overwhelming. Uh, the gummy ship battles. They make it a lot easier to traverse from one... Or not easier. Yeah, they make it easier. So you know if, when you're going from in two, you go to certain worlds and then they have like that door and they have you have to unlock it first. Mm-hmm. Now you are straight up... Going from world A to world B. It is not like you get to world B and they have a door and then you do like the little thing. No, that is the journey. That's and then you can either run into enemies and you have to fight them or they have like treasure orbs where you can do it to get more prizes and stuff like that. But they make everything more, not comprehensive, but it makes more sense and stuff like that. And I don't know. I can just go on and on about this forever. I just absolutely love the game. Dude, this is super exciting. So, um, 
I have stayed away from it because I would literally stop being productive in everything else in my life. Yeah, I'm, um, I almost was not productive in a lot of things. <laughs> in a lot of things. We had deadlines, so we had to we actually yeah. stop oh, being productive. Honestly, when, when I was going back and forth with someone on something, it was literally just like, Okay, did this, said it, waiting for a reply. I was playing. <laughs> waiting on the reply. Let me get it. I'm, I'm sticks. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to front. You text back yet? I'm nope. not even going front. Sticks. Not even going front. Uh, but yeah, so honestly, if I were to break it down into a couple of things that, like like I said, that I absolutely loved about the game. Uh, so the Keyblades, the open world, um, being able to explore essentially anything and then being able to interact with the environment. Uh, and then they also included a smartphone into this so like he's able to communicate with essentially all these key people to pass on information to get information but they also have these photo challenges and missions yeah I saw that and so whenever you're taking photos it's so funny because when you're taking a photo you can either do the selfie you can just do like a standard mm-hmm. uh, picture the characters will actually interact and they're just like uh Oh, you want to take a photo? Okay, or whatever. Or like, I'm at the Pirates World, and Jack's like, "What's all this about?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love that video games are integrating that feature in there. God of War had one of the funniest ones because, um, like, Kratos is super serious the entire time, and they go to do a selfie, and you could just have him do facial expressions, and he has the serious ones, and then there's ones where he's just actually kidding, but Spider-Man probably had the best selfie oh, feature in the game. Yeah. Like, hilarious. Photo mode. So good. And people that are doing it, it's, it's just so funny. I know some people have some gripes about uh, that being integrated into Kingdom Hearts, and Sora's just like an older person, where he's just like, I don't know how to work this thing. I don't and know He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to front. I don't know how. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how. Uh, I will say, one of the few things that um, not necessarily irks me, but are like frustrating about the game. So for some of the worlds, what they do, because you know a lot of times when I go to worlds, because mm-hmm. a lot of Pixar worlds, mm-hmm. that it's essentially been all Disney or Pixar worlds, so, uh, pretty much. They also somewhat follow the movie format, or they've done. There are some worlds where they literally take scenes verbatim, frame for frame, and insert them into the game just with different mm-hmm. graphics. Yes. That's like... I saw that, um, and I don't think this is a spoiler. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. They do Let It Go in Frozen. They do the entirety of Let It Go. Well, not the entirety. They do 80% of Let It Go. And at the same time, like, I'm sitting there like, I don't want to skip because what if I miss something? Yeah. So that's frustrating. The cutscenes take so long. It's a Final Fantasy game. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, it is a Disney Final Fantasy version, but let's not kid ourselves. It is a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember Final Fantasy X? Oh, yeah. Was literally 75 minutes of cutscene yep. if you watched all of them. Yep. There are 75 minutes of cutscene in Final Fantasy X if you watch all of them. Yes. It is, that, is, that is a feature. That is two episodes of Seinfeld. Yes. And a half. Yes. And it, it's ridiculous because and it, watching through it, again, it's a point like I don't want to skip it because I don't want to miss anything. But not even just from standpoint. So when you get to certain points of the game, obviously it makes sense. But some of these are coming when you first join a world. Oh, no. So it takes forever to get to a safe point. Because oh, you know how sucks. you used to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Probably like one cutscene, you drop in. You probably get have to safe go, point. You probably have to go to a different room or whatever cutscene, then you hit a safe point. No. It literally... So when I dropped into Pirates, there was obviously like a first challenge that you have to do. There's literally like anywhere from four to six cutscenes that were somewhat lengthy. And then I had to do another challenge somewhere in there only for then to do another challenge in order to get to a safe point the first safe point of the world bananas absolute bananas but so, does yeah, but yeah so i could see again not to let them off the hook because seven out of ten too much water i could see why they would say eight out of ten but at least an eight and a half out of ten. yeah but at the same time it's like at this point, I'm nitpicking because yeah. I've already been invested in this franchise. Yeah. I've waited 10 plus years for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, still a great game. Absolutely love it. I'm not sure if I'm anywhere close to beating it. And then we're not going to talk about like the end bosses or anything because we know that's a thing in Final Fantasy games. Yeah. And the way they built the storyline uh, is pretty intriguing on how they're trying to wrap everything up. 
So, but I'll, I'll leave that for you guys to find out. For sure. Well, I don't know if we have anything else to talk about this week on this episode. Honestly, I can keep going on about Kingdom Hearts 3. But we probably shouldn't. We probably should not. I don't, I would ruin things for people. For sure. And on that note, thank you for joining us on another episode of Even More About Nothing. Guys, we're super excited um, to announce a very, 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 very special partnership um, that we have been super excited about even before the partner found out. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've literally been talking about it for months. Uh, Do you want to go ahead and tell the people what's happening? Yeah, I think I'll go. I think I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, so, for those of you that know, so we have our podcast, but it is under this company, I guess, a holy company, White Noise Studio. Um, but we are expanding our network of content. And by doing so, or we are doing so, by bringing on someone who we consider a really good friend, absolutely love what he's doing. Uh, He has a couple of podcasts of his own, and we're bringing that to the fold. Uh, Our very good friend, Chance Chamberlain, over at Track Record Podcast, he's been on here a couple of times. Yes, he has. Uh, You can follow him on all social media at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. Um, he has a sports podcast, sports talk, and he has track record, which is more pop culture and music. music. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we absolutely love what he's doing. He's going to be a part of our team now. Um, him and then also Brianna. Uh, she does dope graphic designs. Uh, I think it's just Bree Shocks or something like that. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be, the, the two of them are going to be joining. Um, they're going to be partnering with us in a way that... Um, really is just going to allow us to put out more content for you guys, but also different kinds of content because even more about nothing. Like there was, I remember in the early days, there was literally an episode about, I think we talked about future for 45 minutes and maybe talked about a game for two minutes and people were like, huh? So, um, we're still, we're still, we have this environment where we want to talk a little bit about everything, but a, it's not just us. And now you guys know where to go to, um, get specific things mm-hmm. so you know if you if you're looking for sports you go to listen to sports talk if you're looking for pop culture and music um and chance is not only very very knowledgeable about like the history of music he understands like the creation of music producing music he's very very diverse uh, musical palette so the guy um very knowledgeable super excited for him to be able to like put out his perspective on different things and then we are working on one more podcast that we are not going to talk much about do we want to say the name yet Ooh. do we want to say the name yet or we want to keep that under wraps we'll keep it under wraps right now. just know that basically one of our special guests is going to be also joining us on that podcast and is going to be basically running that podcast yeah, with us. So it's another we're, partnership we're super excited about. Guys, the, 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 the brand is strong. The brand the is strong. Uh, the but, brand is growing. But yeah, the just, brand the brand is an oversized teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Get your vitamin D. Get your vitamin <laughs> uh, But guys, yeah, make sure you head over to Track Record because uh, I think it's actually just Track Record Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Um, so make sure you're following them. Uh, the sports talk comes out on Thursday. Yep. Track record comes out on Friday. Yep. And uh, then don't do not be concerned that will not push back our regular schedule. Yeah. New episodes of even more about nothing every Monday. Every Monday, unless the brand says we do what we want. Yeah. We might move things around, <laughs> especially with the new show. But like, think about it, guys. 2019 from White Noise Studios, you're going to be getting three. Four shows a week? That's a lot. That's a lot of content. But we're doing it for you guys because we, uh, again, like we said, we have no clue why the internet has allowed us to be around here so long. What is it, 144 episodes? 144. I don't know how, but you guys have allowed us to do things in ways we never thought humanly possible. And this is just a way for us to say thank you and to give us more, give you guys more content just so we can grow our community better, bigger and stronger. And um, just hoping to hear from you guys more and just interact with you guys more. So thank you um, for giving us the opportunity and changing our lives and allowing us to do these kind of things. Um, and looking forward to seeing what 2019 brings because Penny White is in the building. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, if you guys... Go on to like, because if you're listening to this, you're listening on one of the major streaming platforms Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, or whatever. We're on Anchor, we're on Podbean. If you just follow, like, subscribe, 
rate or review us or just comment or like tweet at us your nomination for Petty White of the Week. I will shout you out. For sure. I mean, that's what we do because I want to find the Petty Whites of the Week. I want to find the pettiest of the Whites of the Week. Pettiest of the, the week. pettiest of the Whites of the Week. But yeah, make sure you're following us on our social media at Eman Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Yep. Uh, like you said, we're on SoundCloud. Yep. We're on iTunes. Yep. We're on Spotify finally yep. in 2019. About time. It is about time. We here, baby. Uh, Anchor, Podbean, anything you can think of, essentially. Google Podcasts. Every single podcast network that you can think of, we should be on there. Even some obscure ones. And the ones Stitcher. you don't really think about. Yeah. Stitcher uh, used to be like a hot one. It really did. But, you know, Spotify's on the come up. We're here. Uh, also, make sure you're following all our company stuff at White Noise LLC. A lot of interesting things. All platforms. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff happening there. But until next time, thank you for listening. Super excited for all the things we got going on and all the things we can bring to you guys in 2019 and beyond. And with that, may your hearts be your guiding key. Also, be as petty as possible.